This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. This great, big, wide country of ours. Ah, wonderful place. And one of the things that's wonderful that you can do is you can listen to Kelly and Company right from your TV, folks, no matter how big and how wide this country is. MTS customers, look for us on channel 704. And Rogers Atlantic, you guys can listen to us on channel 196. Visit ami.ca slash audio for a list of channel locations in your area in which to take the program in. You can check it out and across the country find out which provider, especially yours, the most important one, right? You can find Kelly at Company. Co-hosting with me today on the program, Ramya Muthan is away, is Brock Richardson, of course, the host of the Neutral Zone podcast, right here available as a podcast on AMI-audio and as a video podcast. Well... We're going to be joined by Luke McConnell, who is hosting a fundraising event in memory of his good friend, Justin Masotti, with Sock Ability Canada, Sunday, October 2nd in Hamilton, Ontario. He joins us now to talk more about this great initiative. Luke, welcome to the program. Thanks for joining us. Hi there. Thank you so much for having me on. Can we start, if we could, by talking about Justin and why you want to honor him? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I met Justin when he was 15, I was 16. We trained together uh, at the same soccer club. Uh, it was a bit of a unique uh, soccer program in Hamilton. It wasn't so publicized. It was a bit of a, an obscure training uh, routine with a, a Greek coach. Um, had a bit of his own unique ways to, to train. We trained in the winter, uh, in the snow, uh, we did a lot of running, we would train for two, three, four hours. Um, training would start at six o'clock and it would end whenever he said, um, and this is at the team where I met Justin. Um, and so training with a team like this, uh, you become quite close to the team because mm-hmm. you're spending so much time together. We would train four times a week uh, for yeah, two, three hours and a lot of running on the, through the streets. So you get close to the team, right? Um, so Absolutely. that's where I, I get, I got to know Justin and both had the same passion in, in the drive to, to play soccer at a professional level. Um, and he, he really, you know, was one of the ones on the team that really, really was committed, really gave it his all. Um, and we, we both, both of us, and he really improved so much over the, the three years that we played for the same team. First year he joined the team, he was a, a year younger than me and one of the youngest on the team. Uh, he was very shy and a bit timid and, it, you know, he, you could tell he had the passion and the talent and the desire, but yeah, just a little bit shy. <laughs> and then the next two years after that, he just, he just took off. He just uh, turned into this uh, whole new player when he got more confident and uh, it was incredible to witness and it just he, he became a inspiration for me even though I was the older one on the team and uh, a, a leader as well uh, he, he was such a, an inspiration wow absolutely love you speaking in this way and and talking right off the bat about that bond as being part of a 
a, a team because, the, like you said, that that bonding, whether it's running and cursing at the coach for making you run at six o'clock in the morning in the snow and the cold there's so many things that put you together as a team and you take away later and say wow what what great times i want to talk about you've been growing your hair for over five years now tell us why (laughs) well when uh justin was diagnosed with the brain cancer about uh six years ago i was Abroad, I was living uh, in England at the time, studying and in, in, in playing, uh, something that we both had dreamed of doing, of playing abroad. And uh, and then I'd moved to, to Portugal, actually, to play when I learned about uh, Justin's passing. So I wasn't around for the last, uh, for the year that he battled uh, the, the brain cancer. And uh, yeah, just being in Portugal at the time when he passed away, playing for a team, I was living by the beach I was training every day I I was living the dream that we had both worked to get to the last well three years but since we were since we were six seven years old and so when I I heard the news that he passed away and you know I just I felt of course so many emotions and I just thought look I I felt bad that I couldn't been there to support him and the family but I just thought you know what like this isn't fair. Like I'm here doing what we both wanted to do. And we both trained so hard for, and just life's not fair. It's just, it could have been, it could have been me. But at at that time I thought I need to do something. Like I didn't feel, didn't sit right with me that I wasn't able to be there and wasn't able to help and support. So I I didn't have much of a plan, but I just said, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to grow my hair. (laughs) I'd always sort of been the guy to cut my, shave my head every, two, three months. So I thought, okay, this is a, a good way to make a little bit of a stand and to do something. So yeah, I just said, I'm not sure when this will end or what, where I'll raise money for, but from now on, I'm, I'm not going to cut my hair for the foreseeable future. And yeah, f- five years, five years on, uh, here we are. So, uh, it's been a, it's been a long, a long process, a big journey. with the hair the hair growth it's kind of felt like wherever i traveled and my journey has been a a a long crazy journey i've been in maybe four or five countries since uh i played in portugal as the hairs got longer it's been uh, a bit of a symbolic way to sort of take justin along (laughs) as it went from you know I, i moved countries and my hair got longer it was like okay you know what like justin's not here but it's like okay now my hair is down to my ears my chin my shoulder is down to my past my chest, and now it's to my lower back. It's like uh, <laughs> felt I felt uh, Justin there there with wow. me in a in a bit of a symbolic way. Sounds like too that he would have just loved that, just living the dream with you, and and knowing obviously you are, he's right with you. Yeah, well, he would have loved it. We the whole goal of this team that we trained with was to to play in Europe, and I was one year older, so I was one year sort of uh, farther along, but. When he finished high school, he had plans to to join me in Europe. Uh, he was super excited that I had already took the, the leap of faith and, and, and come over. So I knew that he was just counting down the days. And I mean, for sure, he would have linked up with me and maybe my team or I could have helped him with, with some connections. But there's like for sure along the way that we would have uh, been over here. Uh, yeah, doing this together. And, and then that's another funny part of it is that like, Justin and I, we were we were very close on the team, 
but we didn't hang out outside of school. But what sort of makes this a bit real for me was that I knew that if Justin had been here, like, we would have been living together in Europe. I, there's other players from the team that came over. And while we were living in these different countries, we became so, so close. Like, because you're you're the only foreigners on the team, you're the, the new guys, you're in a different place. Build a bond, and, and that's sort of, like, what was the big... It all, like, so tough that I knew Justin and I would have become, like, even even better friends than we we already were if you if you understand that's awesome yeah i do yeah. understand i i played uh sports on teams for more than half my life so i totally get the bond and understand it can you give us some of the details that will be taking place on october the 2nd yeah for sure so the october 2nd at tim horns field uh starting at three o'clock going from till six we're going to be putting on a, a blind soccer training camp and match. So I've partnered up with Sockability Canada, which is a, a non-profit organization based in Pickering that is working on improving the landscape of disabled uh, and improving the landscape of accessible programs around around Canada. Um, and of course, one of those areas is is blind soccer. That's amazing. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, the first hour of the camp will be like a training session. So there'll be players coming in to to put on a they'll put on a training camp, and then there'll be a match between uh, the team and the team from Pickering and the team from Mississauga. And then the last about hour or so, there'll be a chance for for any spectators to actually try out blind soccer, which I think is really cool. Yeah. We'll have a. Uh, the the sh- uh, the covers for your for eyes and you can learn uh, get a little feel for how the players uh, play with do it with the the blind soccer. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. We've talked about it on the show. Um, my my co-host Ramya plays, and you really get to, to to have your fun, to enjoy, and seeing it take off the way it is in Canada now and around the world, where other places are a little further ahead. It's absolutely amazing. Tell us how the fundraising is going right now. I mean, it's it's uh, it's it's slow and steady. Yeah, it's uh, like I best. said when I started do, doing my haircut, the hair growth. I didn't sort of know what I would do, but I came across Matt Greenwood from this uh, Sockability mm-hmm. maybe at the beginning of the summer, and uh, I found like, I thought that was the perfect organization because Justin went blind the last month he was uh, before he passed away, and uh, I thought it was a good organization. So. But it's all come about quite quick. The the renting the field for Tim Hortons Field, renting the field at Tim Hortons. Um, but no, I'm I'm happy with it. So many friends and family have reached out to me, giving support. They they didn't know the reasons behind my why I was growing my hair all these years. So <laughs> it's really been a it's been it's been fun to sort of connect with some old people and to see people reach out to me like that, saying, "Wow, look, we we didn't know that blind soccer." was kind of uh, a bit neglected in, in Canada. It's, it's not probably given the attention that, that it needs. Right. And, yep. you know, we're trying to kind of open people's eyes that that this is a, important and there's a, a big community for this. And Canada soccer needs to be doing a little bit more, I think, and to be giving the, the blind athletes more of a chance to play. Like, there's nowhere even in Hamilton... No. To, to play? Yeah. Uh, well, you you no. hooked up with the right guy with Matt Greenwood. He's the one to walk me through it. We were doing a TV piece, and his passion okay. for it's absolutely wonderful, Luke. Um, t- tell us where we can go to help support. Where you can go to support? There is a, a GoFundMe page. 
So uh, if you search uh, Justin Justin Masati on on GoFundMe, uh, there's a Facebook page out there. Uh, if you search uh, also Justin Masati Blind Soccer Training Camp, maybe you can put those links uh, somewhere for people to up on our blog. We'll get reach. it up there. Um, on yeah. Sockability Canada on Instagram uh, has uh, posted about it a lot, and uh, he's the guy to to talk to 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 learn more about this. Uh, and my Instagram is uh, at Luke's Leaving, so you can. I'm happy to people to reach out to me to uh, see my Absolutely. haircut, which will be soon. So uh, yeah, those are the please uh, reach out, to donate. Uh, we are we are excited for this uh, for this day. Absolutely. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this interview. We greatly appreciate it. That was Luke McConnell talking about his friend Justin Masadi and Sock Ability Fundraiser going to be happening on October the 2nd in Hamilton. In the next hour of the program, step back in time and explore 70 years of Canadian children's television in the Canadian Museum's uh, newest exhibit. Also, his friend of the show, Mark Phoenix, joins us for the roundtable. But up next, the buzz, Bill Shackleton, arrives in two minutes. I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor.